0: D. Evercard of a on Scar of Muse Radio. Good afternoon, everyone. You're welcome once again to the Sports Sense show here on Scar of Community Radio on 88.3 FM, 92.7 FM, and on the tuning app in association with their credit tuning. On today's show, I'm joined as always by co presenter Pat McNamara. On today's show, we're going to be talking handball, rugby, NGA And we're going to be joined on the line by Vice-Chairman of the Graney Club, Shane Walsh, Coach of the Scarif Beniné Cillilloo Rugby Team, Geroad and by our regular GL Analyst, uh, Patsy Fehi. If you want to leave a comment on our, about regarding our programme or how we might improve, or bit, any bit of advice, uh, it will be taken on board. You can WhatsApp us on 089 and now we're delighted to be joined on the line by the Vice-Chairman of Toongraney Handball Club. Um, it's Shane Walsh. Shane, a man who's always very good to us here on Scarborough Community Radio. Shane, you're welcome once again. Thanks very much, Leo, and thanks for
1: having
0: us on. First of all, Shane, to, to yourself and, and Louise, many congratulations on, on the recent birth of your daughter. Um, I take it you're taking fatherhood in your stride? Yeah, thanks very much, Leo.
1: Thanks, Um you handball and, and hurling and things like that. We're taking a back seat for the moment, but
0: we'll, we'll plough anyway. Things are going great, thanks, yeah. That's, that's that's the main thing. Jane, as you said, you're taking a back seat, but one thing that's definitely <coughs> not taking a back seat over there in Tungraini is the handball club, and it's a plethora activity at the moment. You know, we had Dermot, Dermot Nash, of course. Everybody knows Dermot. If you say his name singularly, just a Dermot, he'd be well known. Getting to the final of the four wild tournament weekend but also underage a high vac activity and plenty of success success at the moment Shane
1: absolutely Leo. Yeah, as, as long as the handball season is it's always this six weeks where everything is going on together and as you say we had Damien playing the All-Iron senior singles final at the weekend and carrying the flag for County Clare again as he has done for a while and he was well beaten, I suppose, in one way by Robbie McCarthy. The scoreline of 21-12 and 21-12 would say that it was a sound beating, but at the same time, you know, seeing seeing Robbie in action, the way he played on Sunday, there was nobody going to touch him that day. He was just outstanding, and we'd have to hand him. like, to his fifth senior singles title, and to be fair, he was just awesome on Sunday.
0: Yeah, and, and, and in fairness team, I suppose, of all the years that he played, Shane, having watched it, he, he probably, it was probably his finest all, really, wasn't it?
1: I would say so, and the the fact that Diarmouth had beaten him in the final this time last year, I think Robbie was, was fully primed and fully focused on this one. But I mean, ah, Diarmouth will be back again too. I mean, they're they're very definitely the top two players in Ireland at this stage and probably a gap back to the next few. So Diarmouth will settle down again and focus on the doubles, the Ireland doubles championship, which will be coming up soon with Colin Crehan from St. Kishen.
0: Yeah, so looking to be nice to be nice to pick up, uh, even though the doubles is no consolation, To be nice to pick up a, a side and a title and oh, get back course, and be, get back to, after McCarthy yeah. and then set set his sights on McCarthy for this time next year again. Shane, indeed, yeah. The underage is absolutely buzzing over there at the moment, and you know I suppose before we pass on underage, I suppose we'd have to mention uh, Liam Minogue who's you know probably. Uh, one of the better known names of the ladies' handball in, in the country now at this stage and on her way to being a top stair. She was recently in America and done very, very well.
1: That's right. I mean if, if we stretch it back to maybe the last six months or so, Leah has just had a phenomenal season, stretching back to last summer in the sixty by thirty quarters as well as the forty by twenty in the wintertime. She 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 excelled in both codes and picked up monster titles and, as you said, travelled over to America at Christmas and won the U.S. Junior Nationals over there, at 17 and under which was just fantastic. No mean achievement. No mean achievement is right. I mean, she was playing the cream of the crop over there in in American and Irish players, so to win that was just a a brilliant achievement. She won the doubles over there as well. So a couple of weeks ago, then, Liam made her bow in the... All-Ireland Intermediate Championship, her first time playing up at that level, having won last year, she's progressing on again, and uh, she only lost in the quarterfinal that her clubmate, Katrina Milan, who went on then to beat Patricia Burns from Wicklow in the All-Ireland Semi Final so Katrina has the um, has the All-Ireland Intermediate Final herself this weekend against get Steve for from weekend, so we wish her the best of that, but You were talking there about the the underage competitions. I mean, buzzing is is the right word, Leo. We've had so much success across all the different age grades this year. Um, Just recently, we had the Munster Juvenile Finals, and we came away from there with five different Munster champions from the two grainy club, which is phenomenal. Daniel Madden won the under-12 boys singles. Anna Madden, Schneider, Brian, won the girls under-12 doubles. Clare Minogue, the under-15 girls singles, and Paul Rogers and Jack Madden are the under-16 boys mm-hmm. doubles champions. We had silver medals then for Searshaw Bryan in under-12 singles, and Sarah Wiley in the under-17 girls singles. But I mean, we had we had a number of winners. I'm not going to mention them yeah. today because we just missed too many, but we had county uh, secondary schools and primary schools winners. We had county championship winners, county B championship winners. It's, it's brilliant. I mean, to, to see the the kids reaching that level of success is a testament, obviously, to themselves and to the, the strong coaching that's going on as well within
0: the club at the minute and the big numbers of kids that we have playing. And Shane, can you put a number on how many kids are playing handball over there at the moment? Because anytime you ever pass, the, it, it, there's one place, there's always a car outside, you know, there's always young lads going in and out. Could you put a figure on how many young lads are actually playing the game at the moment?
1: I could, but to be a rough figure now, Leo, but we're back basically to pre-pandemic number two, pre-pandemic numbers, which is great. So you're talking on up over 80 and maybe nearer to 100 boys and girls who are coming there every weekday evening from co- for coaching sessions from 6 o'clock to 9 o'clock in the evening, most evenings. And I mean, there's, there's kids coming there from from Woodhikes, Gareth, Mount Shannon, Whitegate, Ogunlaw, Feekle, a couple from Killaloo. So it's, it's brilliant that way brilliant
0: yeah and what a game you know there's no better game for the winter as you well know Shane you know to to, to keep young lads active and you know for hand eye, eye hand-eye coordination to help them even with other sports
1: 100% yeah I mean so, some of us play it all, all year round the um, the 60 by 30 is the summer game of course the big alley and we're going to put a bit more of a focus on that this year try and get more of our kids playing that because in, in the summertime obviously hurling takes over and that has been neglected a small bit the last few years. But as you say, in the wintertime, especially if you're talking about hurling or camogie players, so there's, there's no better training you could be doing.
0: And and Shane, also, you know, the, the, as the three is a hive of activity, but in fairness, the, the adult uh, teams are going well and, and the county leagues are, are progressing well at the moment.
1: That's right. We, we were lucky enough to win Division 2 in the county league during the week there. Uh, we beat Tuller in the final. And as you say, it's, it's maybe a couple of years since Tom won... Won that title so that was brilliant as well we have up on 20 uh, maybe 26 or 7 adult players this year which again is a jump um from the last few years there's, there's a good few drifting back now again that's men's and ladies players so to win that was brilliant and we've, we've a big number as well competing in the monster championships at adult grades i mentioned katrina milan playing her all Ireland final this weekend with the ladies intermediates. And as well as that, the great Seamus Sharky Ryan is in All-Ireland semi-final action today up in Kingscourt. He's playing uh, Gary Byrne from Cavan in the Silver Masters B All-Ireland semi-final. And with the tournament format that they have in place this year, if Sharky wins today, he'll have the All-Ireland final tomorrow again in court against, um, against either Westford or Galway. So, yeah, on that side, things are booming as well, as we say, and the the Monster Championship doubles will be coming up as well over the next couple, few weeks and uh, we have a good number of players involved in that as well.
0: And and Shane, you know, Sharkey's probably in better condition now than when he was in, in his prime to be fair to him but um, at that Division 2 team who were the members of that Division 2 team that beat Tulla? and in fairness good to see Tulla rejuvenated club also.
1: Fantastic. Toller were always one of the stronger uh, clubs in Clare and uh, without patronising them or anything they, they had no team at all in Clare leagues over the last two years and Niall Bolton and a couple more have huge work put in this year and Tulla had um, I'd say teams in every division this year which was brilliant to see and they had a strong team out themselves in Paul Lynch and Danny Holler and Eric Carpenter and Brian Fahey but the Tungreni team that won in the night was uh, Jamie Howard Paul McKenna Patrick Fitzgerald and Shane Walsh but there, there was others on the panel as well the aforementioned Sharkey as well as Garo Sheedy, Mikey Sheedy, Liam Madden, and the team captain Connor Downs, who would have all played
0: fixtures through the league. Yeah, a, a tremendous achievement, and and, and beating a, a very very strong uh, taller team. Uh, Shane, obviously, to keep the handball going, and and look at it every every sport or every business that you need needs finance, and on this weekend you have your annual uh, sponsored walk, which is a a great fundraising venture and you're looking for people, as many as possible, to support us in either, one way or another.
1: 100% Leo, yeah. I mean, the same as any other club around us in East Clare. It's, it's a constant battle. Um, <clears throat> we're, but We're trying to upgrade our facilities all the time and our focus. one of our focuses at the moment is uh, is the 60 by 30 court. As I said, we're, we're definitely hoping to get more kids in playing the big alley handball this summer and it's the only roof Big Alley and Clare, so we have, we have adult players travelling from all over the county every summer. Mike Kelly from Newmarket and Derek Herby from Shannon and lots more who would kind of treat it as their main game. So, you know, the Big Alley needs a lick of paint, it needs new lights, there's some other bits and pieces we want to do around that. So, we have a, a fundraising walk Saturday morning. Um, it's probably over now, I thought by the time this goes out. So, hopefully it would have been a great success. I know it would have been because it was brilliantly supported the last couple of times and um, I thank everyone for their sponsorship, businesses and individuals who, who sponsored walkers or runners. And just to mention also that if anyone has a look at the Grainy Handball Facebook page, there's a, a link there for online donation. If anyone who wants to do that.
0: And Shane, even though, as you said, the walk is over, even though there's, there's probably a few stragglers still going around, but um, all donations. You know, just because the the, the the walk is over, it doesn't mean that the fundraising is over. Donations from here on will still be kindly received.
1: Oh, absolutely. And again, I, I thank everyone. Like People have been very, very generous in fairness. I mean, we have got great goodwill. And, um, you know, I might just mention as well that we have we have some new blood in our club committee this year. Gordon Daly is the new chairman and the secretary and Fiona Howard. Eileen Crotty is continuing her great work there as treasurer and Marie Punch is our PRO but the fact that we have new blood in there in our committee and it's an extended committee there really is great work going on at the moment in the club and we're striving all the time to improve facilities and improve things for our juvenile players and for our adults so... All help is gracious appreciated,
0: of course Yeah yeah, and indeed of course you know new blood brings new, more enthusiasm and new ideas as well you know so it's, nice it, to, yeah. it, it, it's vital to keep the club going and look at the club has been thriving for so many many years now well beyond what we could think of but you know it is a very vibrant club and it's great to see more bodies coming in more bodies coming back playing new new blood and, and the committee in and that and Shane it's all for keeping and looking to keeping the club going well into the future
1: of course, yeah. I mean, wood Now, in fairness, the, the club has never been as strong in in that way. I mean, things are definitely. You used the word "buzzing" a while ago. It's it's brilliant to see the level of, level of activity that's there in the, at the moment, and long may that continue.
0: Shane Walsh, as always, very good to talk to you, and continued many much continuous success uh, to Tom and to Seamus Ryan over the weekend, and also to Katrina Mulaney in her Ireland Intermediate Ladies final. Shane Walsh, gormila mhaighdean.
1: Thanks very much, Leo, and thanks
0: to Scarif Bay Community Radio. Keep up the great work that you're doing there for East Much appreciated, Shane. God bless. Cheers, Leo. Thanks, Ed. And once again, thanks to Shane Walsh for taking the time to talk to us. And we move uh, now from handball uh, to rugby. And we're joined by a legend in rugby in East Clare Stakes. It's the coach of Scarif uh, Berenae, Scarif Killaloo uh, rugby team. fashi see their season came to Nind on, on Sunday, But plenty to talk about. We welcome once again to Scarp Akeman's Radio, Garod Devaney. Garod, you're welcome.
2: Thanks, Dad. How are you?
0: Good now, good, good now. Devo, the last time you were talking to you, you were here with us, and uh, we were getting ready for a, a semi-final of the bowl uh, a, at that time, and unfortunately, yeah. things became a cropper since. You might take us through, the as quick as you can, synopsize the the whole story and how the season has gone since.
2: Yeah, about no that. Actually, look, it, it was it was a very weird season for us. In fairness, we spent a lot of time maybe inside in boardrooms than we did on the actual field of play, and it's crazy, like because it's like the old story that we often heard in that the only time you have to worry about sheets and that kind of thing is when you're winning matches or when you're winning games that you're not supposed to win. Was uh, if you're losing, it doesn't matter who you're playing, but if you're winning, they they're uh, kind of looking at you. But, we kind of started with the season. You see, we we met, we made an intention like that we were going to go for somewhere we were going to get in a couple of players, and uh, we signed Sean Leary, who was coming from um injury, would we'll say in the, the French league, and he hadn't been playing for eight, eight, eighteen months, and we got him signed over, and everything was fine, and then we went to play Galilee Mitches Town in the first round of the league. That's kind of how it happened. then. They kicked up stakes of course, because we beat them, and we weren't supposed to. So they made a representation about Shane that he wasn't eligible to play for junior rugby, which was we didn't accept, of course. And um, but it went to the stage where they found a loophole in a rule that's a bit similar to the hurling, I suppose, that you have to regrade. like this uh, kind of the best they have explained it. And that was a step that was missed by everyone from Dire down to us. So we kind of agreed to take a punishment on that, and we. We conceded a game to them, so they so they got the points of that match. But they didn't win it, and um, to that kind of put an end to that. As we thought, and Shane went through the grading process and was approved to play for us, and uh, that was fine. So we, were, we we were playing away, and we were we got back in track, and we won again, and things going well. But then we played again. in Waterford in a quarterfinal quarter final, and this thing was well, to play again. And to be honest, of what happens after that was kind of a bit of a joke, you know. We were never informed it the positive objection or or was even an appeal or anything. Like we were literally thrown out of the cup and at ten to five on Friday while we were preparing for a semi final um last <clears and throat> Sunday. So it was a bit, it, was very, it was very difficult to kinda of take that like because we had taken our punishment with the league and we we had, even though we felt we were kind of very grieved over that even. But we still took it and we said okay, and everything was fine now. It was accepted that everything was fine. So, someone of went off in a tangent, but to a long story short, we went to Salisbury a few with it. Once the Branch told us that they couldn't get on about it. But there, a few, in fairness to them, put it back to the once the Branch and they kind of went, on, um, they went in our favour to a point, as in that they they didn't hold up the future, but they asked us if we could really play the game and uh as a neutral kind of ground so we genuinely agreed to that to be fair in the interest of um fair, fair play from our side and i suppose just from my my own point of view i'd like to thank ellen maru and barry gibbons on all this who did and work uh throughout the whole process of the year to make sure that we weren't that we were treated fairly I suppose that's the, that's the way we'd like to call it but, um, it kind of made the year a bit difficult because we spent a lot of time talking about stuff that didn't involve you know. And it was, yeah. it, was it, it left a bad taste in our mouth. as well. You know, it, just, it, it,
0: it took the uh, focus. It, it, it really did take the focus off the, the playing element. There's no doubt about that.
2: Yeah, I did like, and we were, you know, we went from such a high start of the year because, like, it wasn't just Shane. Like, we, we we signed well. Like, it's well. we got back, Kevin... Like man, who had left us from he went, to, he went to Galway for a couple of years. And he 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 came back to us, and we signed Liam Murray as well. Um, you know, and he got injured early on, like which was a season-ending knee injury for him. But like we were we were very very obese and we were going very well. So you know, ultimately, like, I'm not blaming anybody on ourselves at the end of the day because we we got injuries at, at the key points of the year and you know we haven't the backup of a second team and we're probably one of the few teams in our division that don't have a second team so it's very hard to kind of keep things going and keep things on an even key like just for as an example like the last day against Waterford like we were down 10, uh, 10 players like through injury and you know that, that's a lot
0: yeah, and I suppose you know with a team out in, here in in East Clare, and we look at the, as you, you've alluded to, the resources just aren't aren't there enough. Like if you're missing one or two players, it's a major loss, and to be missing the number that you were missing was a, a catastrophe, really. I was like, but you know,
2: you see, like I go a step further. You think like you kind of know me now. I don't whereas like was there's a couple of lads in, there's a couple of things in this division like blue giant giant double midgets done like you know that there were two reasonably good clubs and in the own, same yeah. division mm. you know and you all like managed to keep four games back while they were trying to sign uh, USA international in the back row you know and there's, there's very little about that kind of stuff that kind of really kind of creates on us
0: like when we get picked out in for but isn't that total? Contrad- isn't that a total to contradiction Devo to what you were doing yourselves do you know what I mean it, it, it just well, seems it is, to be one you know, rule for one and, and another rule for the, for the rest
2: what it is. It's just maybe we probably haven't people enough in higher power, I see. Either like, at the end of the day, you know, <laughs> we're minutes in the rugby, like, it, at the end of the day. But, you know, there's no secret, like, the, <laughs> the sixth way, like, the monster branch, like, is the fucking man, like, so, you know, that's, that kind of tells you what I need, to
3: And grow They
2: have, um, they're going to be in the shape of it, like, Elbilly Y'all. They're going to be in the semi final, but both of them had to do a lot of their work on the, us, uh, off, off the after pitch got them nearly more points than Timothy Dallas. Yeah. But I like, we'd be hoping like better, probably win, you know, they're a really good side. They came they, they, were, they were the best team they came to they came towards this year. And they do all their talking on the pitch.
3: I suppose, with, with them the best look. Yeah. Fair play. Good yeah. good attitude. You mentioned there, I suppose, being on maybe out in the rural area and on the periphery of of, of what's going on, I suppose. I suppose the, the bigger the clubs are maybe nearer the centre of, of of control there. And also of course, I suppose if you have a bunch of lads in any club that have like, you know, went to rugby schools and have made connections that have made, you know, kind of that old kind of an old boys thing. Is it harder for you to get do you reckon to get um a fair deal or I won't say I know now you're not whinging about fairness but you, you know in fairness yeah. you know is it harder for you as a smaller club um, you know not having all the connections maybe at a higher level than it would be maybe from a city club or the bigger town clubs
2: yeah it is like you said it, it, it I have to look at it it comes down to playing numbers really at, at the end of bottom the day bottom line yeah you know and like we don't we don't have underage structure on the, on our own in the in the numbers that you need to be successful at, at, at a level. Like there was an, an under-14 or under-15 team there like this year. It was St Mary's in Limerick, Newport. and am kind of making up one team, like, should
3: that? Like, Absolutely. And the other, think, the other thing you mentioned there, you, you, you referred to, and I think it's very important, is, you know, I suppose you do need a second, a second string playing away and maybe doing do. a bit of training. And if you have three or four injuries, you can call up, you know, uh, a, a guy who, who knows how to play a position has, has played five or six games already the, that year maybe nine or ten and it kind of s- comes in yeah. seamlessly you're depending on let's come back from injury or maybe hurlers and whatever it is to come back and, and, and fit right. in And it's it's a struggle but then again it has never been otherwise in Scarf in fairness has it? Well it is like, but you see
2: look, you know the story there rugby is all about systems and it's all about people knowing, knowing their kind of role in the yeah. like, and if you have two things and they're playing the same system it's easy for someone to kind of Come in and out of that, but whereas like what we found during the year, like we we're probably asking players to play different kind of different positions. And you know, and it's just different jobs. Like you know, if you're if you're for example, if you're a hooker, like you're not you're not in the center. And unfortunately I had to do that at some point this year as well. And you know, playing back row players and or in, in out out in the back and stuff like that. Like you know, it's just it's you know it's a lot more difficult if you don't have those players like. But you know, you're, you know we, we have a... Probably, we have a panel of... Yeah, I think we probably have a panel of authority, like...
3: Yeah, but isn't it a great credit uh, you know, to management and the players that when you're at full strength, you're a match absolute match for anybody?
2: Oh, we are, there's no doubt. Like, and that, that's probably what's going to keep us going to the because, you know, and we know on our day we're, we're as good as anyone, like, and we have that on in some of, the, some of the performances this year. When, you put, when we vote against anybody... We're we're as good as any of them, you
0: know, and probably they're probably better than them. And and but Devo, um, Devo to, to be honest, at the end of the day, Devo, even though the season wasn't a, a success with Silverware, really, you know, the seeds have been sown, you know, to look forward to a very good year in
2: twenty three twenty four. It has, it has. You a find like, but there were some lads that are even like it's a very long time since two thousand eight. Like that's the last time that some of them lads actually none of those lads put any cup over their heads and I think that drive just to kinda of, just to make that happen would probably be the best part of next year because I think there's a lot of lads that are nearly coming to the end of their term as well. Right. And haven't anything to show up for it. And those good crappy young lads coming up there now who are kind of they don't know what it's like. They haven't the baggage of losers. Which, you know, which which is which is a, is, a big, is a big is a big
0: advantage again. as well.
2: that is is like because they, they they have no fear like
0: Yeah, exactly. They We'll move, look, congratulate you on, on the season. Unfortunately, it wasn't the sixth season that the season that you wanted. But look, we look forward with much optimism to, to next season. Devo, however, the international rugby season is continuing. It's in its finest hour. You know, the busy, real busy season at the moment with the, the Six Nations. Your thoughts on the weekend games coming up and how you see Ireland progressing with as it is in a World Cup year? Yeah, I look you. You'd have to
2: say they're probably in the best place that they ever were and a lot of people are kind of going around with the stuff to saying you know are we doing this again are we peaking a year too soon but I don't really buy into that at all I, I, I think Ireland at the moment are you know kind of, they are the best team in the world you know so I think they have to be given that title and I think they're something to own it now you know who they, they would have thought it take like maybe a couple of years ago that we'd have three title props and we'd be happy with three of them you know, because I think there's, there's a lot of strength in depth there other than 10, but to be fair, there's, there's a couple of young lads coming there now who are probably, if they were given the chance, they'd probably take it too.
0: Yeah, and can we have a look into the games this weekend, uh, Devo, Ireland against Scotland over in Murrayfield. A potential banana skin, Devo.
2: To be fair, I was difficult going, yeah, to be fair, to be fair but uh, I think we're, we're probably playing too well at the moment, you know, and they wouldn't have been happy the aspects of the game the last day even though the one like so that, that's a great place to be coming into a game you know they wouldn't be happy probably with the midfield the last day and I'm sure they'll they'll be more working on that and if the, of course just at this point if they ever need the if really is a hand of coaching I'm praying out for the summer if you want, if
0: want to call me in <laughs> I was waiting for that piece I was waiting for that piece I thought you'd <laughs> wait a bit longer but I of course you, you know with Andy yeah. Ferdinand is probably favourite to take the Lions tour and they'll be looking for someone to step in I know your name is mentioned but yeah, look, yeah you, exactly you know <laughs> so it's hitting all bad from bed from dire review but Devo big weekend no. this weekend with Scotland and then of course the old enemy coming over for St Patrick's weekend and what are we have to finish the Six Nations
2: ah oh, sure look it's, hopefully like you know it's kind of that's going to happen and we we'll get over that but uh, you know the, the main thing is to get over that first of suppose and then you can start thinking about the next thing but that's obviously the best way to finish any Six Nations in turn. it's like you know a lot of talk with England and I can great at the same time but wouldn't they love to, it was a little bit of an as well, but um, I don't see it, I think, I think we're too strong, we're and too it, strong everywhere, to be honest, you know.
3: Um, David, was there any couple of Munster players you might be a little bit disappointed on making the squad or knocking on the door, maybe that we thought might, uh, I suppose everyone has a couple of names in mind, do, do you think there's anyone?
2: Yeah, Irish as usual, like suppose was, well, Jack O'Neill got, got, got an opportunity last time there and he didn't really take it, and uh, at this stage, you have to say, I well, this. Devin Coomins has to be kind of there they're both now at this stage and if he's not you'd wonder what more is he to do like really yeah. to kind of get a look in there Um, yeah sure I suppose in fairness Jack, Jack Rowley also seems to be you know a very strong option there as well and I know they're kind of going with rats, but I think Jack he could do his thing at the moment but that will have a big say in it as well I'd say come, come the time of the World Cup
0: and Which, um, d- they were the World Cup of course are on in France this year very, very near as much as near the home venue as, as you can get. And do you see Ireland taking this forum, you know, I know you say you don't buy into everyone going do you think they can keep this forum going right through to the World Cup? I do. I do, but like to be fair, like
2: they, they have they have a terrible group like, Yeah. you know, and no no one should begrudge them like if they were to win this World Cup like like that would be, it would be unreal. Like.
3: Yeah, they're
2: like beating everybody. You know this, this. You know, no one can say this afternoon.
3: Eng- England have a much easier pet in for instance, haven't they? Yeah, yeah,
2: it's like you know they have. They're gonna have to do the hard but like they, 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 I think they have the, I think they have the best side to be honest. You know, I mean, like you know, they are the one number one team in the world, and they're they're kind of there on merit you, know, you know I suppose the whole thing is the depth, the depth them, of the squad is,
3: the depth of the squad is the whole thing for this World Cup isn't it, it didn't just have a good 18-20 oh, like. the depth of the squad will be tested and, and it seems to be there fairly well I think they have built it very well so far haven't they I have they have like in sure you know we've had
2: injuries like coming up and yeah there's been odd uh, phase the play where you'd say Oh, had someone X, X Y and Z in, but at the end of the day, like they're still winning games, like in still the lads injured, maybe just might have a day in the gesture. Yeah. I mean, it was a you time know. there was
3: a time if Furlong was made, as you mentioned, props, uh before yeah. was been, or, or, or Robbie Hinshaw was missing for four or five, you'd say that was it. But that day right. they're, they're nearly forgotten now because the lads who come in have, have done so well.
2: <laughs> yeah. You know, and you are like there's the young lad there, Jamie Osborne above Lynch, he's That's right injured now, to, for the for this time, but like he's not far off getting getting a call up either. You know, and I think what they, what they have now, though, as well, is they have the the 15 to 18 players, as we all expect, are going to be the starting team for big days. But they have huge, um, a huge depth in subs that can play in two or three different positions, which I think will be, will be very crucial come the latter stages
0: of the World good Cup you yeah. going to get injuries and I suppose versatility Devo is going to be key too when picking this squad for the World Cup you know you can only pick 30 players and you know yeah. I, I see there earlier this week before the game against Scotland this evening that there was uh, 37 there was a full squad of players of 37 trained so you can see that yeah. there's, there's, they all want to be there there's no doubt about that well they do like, and if you think about it
2: like previous to this like they had 50 meter camps, camp you know in, um, and like I
0: didn't see any I didn't see too many in the city like that. that shouldn't 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 to be there yeah give us one give us give us one bolter Devo that you think might make a, a push for the World Cup that's not really under Well, he's probably on the horizon but give us one name that you think yeah. and I know you've already alluded to Jamie Arthburn which we have done here before and yeah. scarpake give us one other name that you think may um uh, get on the, yeah, the, the, the under my man was
2: yeah, he is my man. I think um, Scott Pinney might, might do something as well.
0: Who's that? Scott Pinney. Oh, yes. Scott Pinney. Mm, yeah. He's,
2: yeah. He's someone like that's very, he's kind of very brave. And I think they haven't really seven thought out completely if Josh round isn't fit. So they're going to have to bring another of seven. For me, that would be him or probably Nick Timoney.
0: I tell you, Dave. I tell there's you, there's Divya, You're you're you calling the right players because you know with Linster Branch and all that. I tell you, you're going the right way about getting that job next year. There's no other <laughs> way. That. Yeah. I say I say Wales will be on team before Ireland will be on team. the way things are going yeah, well, for yeah, Wales, yes. <laughs> you can go over there to learn the ropes and come back to Ireland. Then. Well, I suppose here
3: there's, there's one lad. I suppose in Munster that might
2: be a bit
3: hard on by. And that's probably had uh, it there. Yeah, um, yes. he's in playing some serious uh, stuff like. But he's
2: probably just that. A little bit off international, like really, the whole To be fair to him, but like he's putting in some shit from
0: us. Alan Quinlan mentioned him during the week. Is, was in, a bit isn't, in the sign of how yeah. good they are, that players like him can't make it. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It, that, isn't that it? Well, back
2: like, mm. that back row, like, is insane. Like, you know. it is. But to be fair, that the back row across all the teams is like it, it's viciously. Like. Yeah. you know what I mean? There's so many choices like there. It's it's really. It you know that's why they're professional. Do really, you answer?
0: But isn't that what the game is won is that the breakdown tis nearly is the vital point now yeah. at, at this stage and that's what it has Gerard of it's yeah. good to talk to you here on Scariff Bay Community Radio look we look forward to you, uh, see hearing more of you in another code as the summer progresses Yeah, no good go
2: meeting go go thanks for having me
0: thank you <laughs> good, day, good day thanks
2: lad.
3: you're listening to Sportsline on Scariff Bay Community Radio 88.3 and 92.7 in East Clare around the world on ScarifBayRadio.com
0: and on the TuneIn Radio app Sportsline is sponsored by Derrick Credit Union And once again thanks to Geroad Deveni for taking the time to talk to us Now we move from rugby to, 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 to GA and Camogie and Hurling and we're now joined by one of our regular analysts here on Scarif Bay Queen's Radio Men. always very very good to us it's Patsy Fahey Patsy you're welcome once again
4: Thanks lads thank you
0: Hi Patsy Petsy, uh, first of all, we start with with, with the Camogie, and they're halfway uh, the, uh senior team, halfway through their their league campaign. You know, one victory out of the three games, unfortunately, suffered so defeat to Galway up in Kill in the beautifully appointed Kilbacon until last Saturday. Your thoughts on the game, Petsey, and maybe a quick analysis of how you see Clare's season going so far. Yeah, I should look at
4: obviously I see you up there uh, Leo. Um, you know, it was a lovely, a lovely venue, uh, lovely, lovely place to watch a match and um, good crowd and I'm sure the players got a bit of a buzz out of that as well because sometimes they're playing in larger stadiums and you know the the, the crowd will be you know in minimal enough so I'd say I'd say both teams were, were, were excited uh, when the ball was thrown in Looking at the teams from the from the from the sideline, it looked like Galway were more physical. Uh, Leo, they looked at they had a lot more strength than Clare. Clare still are, are probably in the in the throes of of that strength and conditioning programs and stuff like that, and it just looked like the the strength of the especially of the Galway backs was was really crucial on the day. Uh, Galway, I suppose, really Leo, I suppose, they, you know, they 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 were sharper. They had a bit more of a plan out. You know, they used the ball well in, in, into midfield, and then were hitting that lovely low ball into the corners, which 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 is very difficult to defend when you're hitting that lovely lovely ball in. Ball to hand for Galway, and you know, I felt care done very well to limit Galway I suppose for the first 15, 15 minutes or first 20 minutes Leo into that first half and they are only down 5 points to 4 and you were kind of saying you know Galway had done all most of the commodity but in fairness to Clare we're taking over Lorna had a few frees and uh, I think they are only one point from play at Clare you know so I suppose scores were hard to come by Leo the high ball in Tanya um, you know she never got the ball clean in her hand all day uh, I was I was saying it on the sideline. Maybe you know because the puck out strategy. I suppose we didn't have much at in the half hour then either, um, because Galway were big and strong. Maybe Anya would have been fair served to be, maybe maybe to be pushed out the field slightly for for the puck out strategy, um, because in fairness the full back there uh, from more from I think it was to Orlin Moore. Russian Black Russian Yeah. Russian Blacks Yeah. Uh, she, 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 I've seen her up in Championship in Galway. She, 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 she's she's a dinger, and in fairness you know, even the one on one battles she was winning on Anya, but the high ball in there was an extra person inside to deal with it with Anya as well. So it looked like they had only one 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 kind of a, a game plan care, maybe on harsh in that, but it, it, they found it very hard to move the ball off the field anyway, Leo, you know. So um Galway and what I noticed in, in in Galway, Leo, wave after wave of attack was started by by supporting the runner. The centre-back would get it, and all of a sudden, the wing-back would be gone. She'd pick up a pass, and all of a sudden, they'd walk it walk through the lines like that, which is, look at, look at Galway round, round in the tooth a long time. They're a fine team, Leo. And in fairness to Clare, they lost that game, Leo, on the last 10 minutes of the first half. I think it was 1-4 without reply. And in fairness to Dylan Murphy, made a great save. It could have been 2-4 without reply. You know, so um, it was hard yards for the first half, Leo. And in fairness, I suppose they adjusted at time slightly, clear, and it was a much better second half.
0: Yeah and indeed and I suppose you're looking at it's, it's all about pro- progression and look at they have game, games to come against uh, Tipperary and Dublin and we'd probably get a better judge you know a player maybe um, looking towards the Munster Championship really I suppose to, to to push home they were very good in the Munster Championship last year and I think maybe that's probably one of their aims this year Patsy
4: Yeah it seems that way I, I heard John uh, John mentioning, you know we, we have to get up to speed you know the Munster Championship and you know the, these league matches are very good for us uh, I'd be on the other side of it, Leo, to be honest with you. I'd be saying, I'd be saying, be getting up to speed. Obviously, these are great games to get. Obviously, Kilkenny, super result. You know, to go down the court and try to beat him down there is, is a difficult task. And to be Galway up in Galway is a difficult task as well, to be honest with you uh Tipperary down the rag is not going to be easy either. I mean Tipperary seem to seem to have improved again this year. I know they were despite the probably Tipperary last year not to get out of a group. So I'd say they've they a little extra a little extra buzz in them this year and it seems that way from what I'm reading and what I'm what I'm looking at highlights that Tipperary are, are in fine fettle at the moment. So that's going to be a very difficult game and you'll know a lot where Clare are in the in the in the final contrast of Munster I suppose after that Tipperary game. Uh, obviously Dublin are shipping a few a few beatings but they have a, a seemingly improved a bit last, last week against Kilkenny so look at it's it, 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 it monster championship to me Leo and, and I've been knocking around this, this scene it's it's great if you're winning a few games I don't think anyone would, 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 would be too worried if they did lose maybe a first round or a second round i not saying I, I think that they have to play Limerick anyway yeah. so they should be beating Limerick so look at um, there, there might be a monster final appearance again on it and you know what Silverware would be great to get the conference going before before the All-Ireland campaign but I, I'd, be, I'd be more worried about maybe trying to find a few more players as well in uh, the league against the top up, top opposition like the likes of the Galway's and and the, and the, and the Cocks and obviously Tipperary and Dublin are to come, but they need probably a bit, a bit more of a game plan in, in my view, Leo. Maybe a little bit of help for Aní inside the inside line. I'd always like to have two on the inside as well, uh, anyway. And you know the, the the one inside can 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 easily be deployed against. You know, so um, I'm sure they're learning as they go along, um, uh, Leo. Um, uh, so look at as I said. Uh, a good test in a couple of weeks' time down the rag, and I think we'll know a lot more about Clare But look, at, they're 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 trying to find a few a uh, few a few players, obviously, and to get them up to the speed of camogie And this league, they're they this league, one campaign with all the good teams in it, Leo. And you know, it, 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 it's 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 a it's a very good competition for Claire to be in at the moment.
3: There's no doubt lot about that. And uh, Patsy will say, in fairness, they have played, I suppose, who have been the top three teams in camogie for the last at least nearly a decade, I suppose, Kilkenny, Cork and Galway have won the All-Irelands and have been in the all ireland So I suppose from that point of view, to get one in her three isn't bad. I know when you see the Cork result, it was very one-sided. Last last weekend, you could say they were competitive, at least against Galway. But to make that step up, does it, the, road, the race probably know to be fourth best in the country or maybe take that third spot would be between themselves and Tip, you would think. And do you think it's mainly strength and conditioning? That would be the difference that Clare needs to develop for this level or do you think we need to add players, and if we have to add players, do you think they are in the county
4: yeah look i I definitely think judging by what I saw on the Galway side I mean like when you see the Galway girls up close and I've seen a lot of club 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 matches in Galway as well, I like go and watch them they they are they are looking stronger than, than 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 a lot of lot of teams you know they they do have that 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 physicality galway they they're probably blessed with girls who are who are naturally big anyway. <clears> but they're also very very athletic you know you saw Galway the weekend. Picking oh, yeah. balls over the air, like like you know, getting past power, as well, running all over, picking the, place, the yeah. balls over the air, high balls in the air, and they were able to go up and catch them. You know, that is just beautiful to watch, and it's, it's a massive relief for uh, for any management team to have see see a girl going up in the full back line or half back line, plucking a ball over the air and then driving at the opposition. Look, you know, there was a little bit of a disparity in it, but look at some of the Clare girls would be would be a little bit on the slight side anyway, but fine fine Kamoki players. So I suppose it's trying to find that balance and blend. To, to have the strength. Like like there's no there's no problem with with, with D strength. You know, care You know, they 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 have the strength and they have the athleticism. You know, we just need to find probably a few more. And it's it's not easy. It's not easy. As John says, he uh, he looked look have a few more girls to, to to pick from. But unfortunately, you know, they, they they are they have what they have now. I suppose, and they probably have to try forward with that. But I mean, this temporary game, I suppose, it's something that they probably should be fresh, ready to go, and try to target a win in that because. If you beat Tipperary, you have a great chance probably to beat Dublin, um, you know, and to finish the league with three wins, which, which would be fantastic, mm. you know. So in all of that last, like like, like you said, this, this has been going on for years. Lads, Kilkenny, uh, Galway, and Cork have been the top three. Uh, in the country bar maybe a, a temporary uh, um, uh, force for a few years to, who was who who, who knocking around there so it is trying to get into that into that, into that that top four bracket and I think it's something the Clare can aim for and they should be aiming for
0: yeah there's nothing about that and look we congratulate the junior team on winning their first game of, of the league as well so they're up and running Patsy this weekend the National Hurling League is back on again and you know there's a lot of talk about the league about teams trying and not trying you know the league you know it doesn't seem to be as competitive as normal this weekend, though, Clare playing Galway, there's always a little edge, as you well know, between Clare and Galway. What kind of a team do you expect Clare to put out and do you expect him to go and try and win it?
4: I would, I would, I would. I would expect him to to, to name a strong team, Leo. And, you know, and, um, you know I, I'd always think that, that no matter what happens in Clare, who's over Clare, you always want to win your home games anyway. And Clare are very, very difficult to beat at home. I think there was a stat there during the week that I think Galway haven't won an innocent 14 years, which is... Uh, which is a, which is a, which is a big stash and yeah. something the player would want to keep. That's a, that's a long long time, you know. And uh, any time you come to tennis, you, you 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 earn your result and you earn your crust. And I think it'll be no different than Sunday. let you know. So no matter what team puts out, I mean, it's going to be very hard to change a team after after blitzing a Wexford team down below in Wexler Park. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I, I I probably don't see too many changes to it. Let's be honest. You know, maybe a Mac Rogers can probably maybe get a start this time after his um, his exploits with the with the college. You know, so maybe a Rogers can get in there maybe in in, in place of maybe Annie Galvin or something like that. Um, but other than that, let's I, I really don't see too many changes. I mean, it looks like the goalkeeper position is really up for grabs at the moment as well. Let's, I think you know between. Uh, Eugene Foddy is, is, uh, uh, yeah. is doing absolutely nothing wrong. He's puck outs or you know, they're crisp, they're sharp, and they're getting to their targets as well, which is which is which is probably just 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 leaning them in 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 the number one spot at the moment. It's very it's a very interesting battle. Um, there's obviously lads who are getting the, the the jersey like Adam Hogan. Some seems to have first run in the corner back at the moment. Uh, you know, will he stay there? You know, will he will he be on? Yeah, you know, some of the some of some of Galway's top top dogs like O'Connor Whelan which would really test him this weekend, you know. And that's what you really know um, you know, is, is is a man ready for this level. Um I know the league is the league and you know, but I still think Clare uh, Claire will be very hard to beat on uh, on Sunday. I think Led's were in good form at the moment. You know, would want to keep that kind of form going. You know, the likes of maybe Ryan Taylor who had a great day at the office the last day. You know, uh, David Fitzgerald obviously is still still in in great form as well. You know, so Aidan McCarthy looks like he's hit the ground running this year. So, them kind of lads, you know, would would need to to keep the ball rolling against a very difficult Galway outfit. That's if Galway come down with it with a strong team as well. I assume they have left off a few lads the last day against uh, against Limerick that they'll want to get game time into them. It should be it should be hell for leather lads from both from both sides. But whether we get that or not, it's, 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 it's hit and miss. I mean, Clare went down with a strong team against Wexford. Expecting probably a strong team back, Wexford probably missing seven or eight, and, and you saw the result of it. You know, so it's it's a difficult one for for the punter. It's a difficult one for 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 maybe opposition bosses as well because you don't know how 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 other teams are are, are taking it seriously. Have they got a heavy week week of training in before it? judging by what I saw before the Wexford match, because I actually saw one of the trend sessions that Clare were playing the they, were, they, were training, they were up and the Ruppen team. it looked a very fresh, light session, snappy, buzzy, and you kind of knew when the team was announced when they were naming Tony Kelly's, and, you know, and, you know, that they, they, they meant business by, by bringing back these guys, you know, So, and that's what Clare did, they, they got the business done down down in Limerick, uh, down in Wexford, and one more win would we'll probably get them into a into a league semi-final as well, you know.
3: Patsy, you mentioned one player there that I think is, is, is a key maybe to, to Clare uh, I know there's lots of players we could mention as key key players but the return of Aidan Aiden McCarthy um, wasn't there last year with that horrible injury he had um, to my mind and he's proven it already okay against Limerick apart from the freeze he didn't get that much of a chance but uh, as time goes on he has the ability I think to be absolutely lethal in there uh, he's the ball winner even though he isn't a huge man but he, he just is brave and he has pace and he reads it he's also a seriously accurate shooter normally Um and again, one or two people said maybe he's not a great team player. He shoots from the corner flag, he shoot all this, But look at that; something can be worked on. But like he's a massive throw-in in comparison to last year. Oh, it's,
4: just, it's just like a new signing. It's like a new sign in any other sport. I mean, you saw him there like we all saw the club the club championship as much as we could last year, but any time you see I Nicolona playing Aiden McCracken with outstanding. he was absolutely outstanding. He he, he was he was plucking balls. He he played cloudy there last year, I think in one of the knockout games, possibly in the quarter final was it or something. It was or maybe the last group game or something, I can't think. But he was absolutely outstanding. He was he was just catching ball, um over over the takes, turning over the bar. He's a, he like you said there, Pat he, he has he has great accuracy. Yeah. You know, maybe maybe at times he needs to maybe play a few few lads in a bit more. He he tends to go for his own score yeah. a little bit much. But look at when he when he's on farm he's on farm and no one can say anything about him. It's like Tony when he gets going. Tony, you know, Willie Wisp Tony Kelly around yeah. know, middle of the park when he gets going, he just drops him over the bar. And you know when you miss a couple, there's really no one giving out. You know, but it it, it it's a really easy throw in. And Aiden, like he scored and he scored in big time. Even in the loss against Limerick, he was one of the few bright sparks. Uh, you know, and that day, you know. Um, last last week he or two weeks ago against Wexford. I think 10 You know he's a good free taker as well. He's an eye for the goal. You know and he's a, he's a ball winner. Even though he's like you said he's not massively the, the biggest man in the pitch, but he's a ball winner. He's he's a hawk to the ball. So like that forward line can get can can get going. It's 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 fairly formidable. You know with with Aid and the Tony's there. You know obviously
3: hopefully Shane O'Donnell
4: yeah not, not it this or weekend or obviously into, but... it probably been held in reserve for another mm. few weeks at uh, you know it, it it's really exciting it is really exciting and uh we, we will cause problems to, to any to any backline and just for, um, court before court, we go court, on
3: Patsy being in there where you are living and meeting poorly lads all the time have you any information on Shane Meehan's progress injury wise or you know is, is there a kind of an expected return because I think he has a massive role to play this summer you know even if it's only for 20 minutes or half an hour maybe a start or whatever it'll be another, another um, string turbo any hard news on his situation
4: I I haven't heard anything on him. It's been kept kind of fairly under wraps around around our side here. Anyway, uh, they probably would know in in his own parish a bit more than than, than, I, than I would. But I I would assume you know that when he's good to go, he'll he'll get a bit of game time into him. I I, I would assume it's 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 a tricky one because you know you don't want to rush a man back no. either you know so that's that's and I I don't think Lohan was ever ever meant to do that in his time at the moment you know he gives everyone who's fitting well you know and you see you know even like the, like the, like we have you know Shane Amori on board as well which is which is which is which is a, a huge addition for experience wise good driving forward into 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 the into the championship as well like you know um, it's, 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 it's 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 with Shane O'Donnell to come back Shane Mori you know Rory Hayes, Davy Mack. Obviously, obviously, you know he hasn't. You know Brandon O'Connell was their wing back the last year. You know, you know Jim McGuire and John Cullen, and Mack last year, and the half back end, you know, was, was very formidable as well. You know, so it's it, it's going to be a battle for positions. You know, Rory Hayes seems to slip down the, the the pecking order a bit. You know, possibly, possibly you know, the last sub on the on the list there last week. You know, so will he get a chance to to shine again, cornerback, or or, or, or is he being frozen out? You know, who knows. But um, it's it's who's in form now, lads, and uh, that's why I think that these two home games are perfect for Clare. You know, if you were going away, I think last year against Galway up in Salthill there was a there was a last game and it was it was a damn squib, you know, and and people came out and were kind of saying, sure, "That's the league." I think with the two home games coming, I know the Cork game could be a little bit more of a shadow boxing thing, but I think this Sunday should be a very a very competitive game, lads.
0: And Petsy, you know, with the league the way it has gone, is, as you said, with the Cork game probably shadow boxing. Do you think Clare would want to be in a league a semi-final and potentially a final uh, thereafter?
4: Yeah, I look at does anyone want it? You know, you you look at the you look at the the new the new the new bosses. I assume uh, Pat Ryan from Cork would would love to be to to get a bit of silver for Cork. You know, that's that's you know. So I, I assume they'll be going going home to get into the semi-final. Look at Limerick are in are in, are in fine position. They're playing Westmeath for the weekend. They'll have another win under their belts. You know, it's you know if they win their last game. Um, you know, they, and, and care win their, win their games, their, their level and points. You know, so we mightn't get there even with even with a win. You know, yeah. the other side of it, Tipperary with a new manager and Cahill is, is probably gunning for a for 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 a, for a semi final. Same with Keith Kinney under under new management. Davy always loves silverware. You know, so that that's competitive down below there. Someone might get into it. You know, on and 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 Forest with say, and maybe drop, drop themselves into a semi final. Semi-finals will be will be most interesting because you could be playing a, a monster like Clare could play a Tipperary in a, in a league semi-final and, and and I don't see too much happening in that as for going hell for leather for you know because they're playing in the first round of the championship not too far away you know so if you get to the semi-final it's going to be tricky to see who actually your opposition are it looks like there's going to be monster 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 foes on all sides you know so. It's 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 something to keep an eye on, lads. You know, and and and, and something to maybe blood a few players into it. You know, a, a guy that hasn't got much game time could get a semi-final start. You know, and and see where where they're at. It's it's a tricky one for the for the managers of of teams, but. The likes of Pat Ryan from Cork and and maybe like said, Davey coming back to Warford. you know the new man, the new man uh, down Donkey Kenny there as well. You know, um, he he'll want a little bit of silverware. Yeah, he want a bit of silverware as well, just to just to take the edge off things as well. But look, there's another couple of weeks in the league to know. We'll we'll will only know where we're at after
3: this week. And I think that 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 uncertainty about the late stage of the league not being competitive for one close too close to the championship <laughs> is something we'll discuss again, Patsy, about what the GA should do. about that The second competition of the country should be everybody who should want to win it. Yeah, well, quick I, I, a quick I, I, just on that
4: I was yeah. reading Anthony Daly last week I mean, it, it may be, maybe it's time to start calling the league a bit, a bit earlier, a bit earlier the pre-season, and give a gap you know of five or mean? six weeks I think, yeah. I, I think it's a fair point I think it's a, very, it's a very simple plan really if you want to get going get going in the league early January most people have a have a have a bit of pre-season work done at that stage January. get going in January you can have your, little, your matches that'll build fitness and build everything and to look at w- what what will be what will be and then you have your five weeks probably a train and bank them before Championship which okay. I think would be ideal for every
3: team you know? is are better than used to be so they're labelled for January holding now Patsy a quick one for you just came into my head there we're talking to, Lee, to Leo myself off air there do you think Aaron Gillan will be back come Championship for Limerick
4: I think he will I think he will I think I think Limerick would need him and I think to, to, to get over the line in a close game which there probably will be a lot of close games in the, the Munster Championship Um I think I think they would need the X factor in Aaron Delane. He has he has got him over the line several occasions there over the years, and he's a fantastic player. He's a gifted player. And look at I I, I think it'll be sorted before 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 um, before championship starts, or maybe if not the first round of the championship, I think he he he'd be sprung at some stage, and all of a sudden, you know, he he's there to stay then after that, you know. So look at the right a nice. Trip away, I suppose. Uh, um, last week, over to Portugal, whatever you know. The the beauty of having having a, a great backer in, in in JP, probably, and I suppose that done all the world of good. They've they've a nice little tune up with Westmeath at the weekend. Limerick and Fine Fettle, uh, they look they're looking they're looking better than what they did in, over the last few years in the league, and uh, ominous signs maybe for, for 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 the rest of the country. But look at it, as I said, it's a, there's a there's a fair tough tough uh, monster championship campaign. But I think they they would need Aaron Galland to get over it
0: yeah I, I agree with you Petsy and you know they're, 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 as you know, look at monster Championship is Munster Championship and any, any game can go either way and all teams Petsy are showing signs of improvement
4: oh they are there's no question about that I mean um, you have to be you know Barron okay Cork probably took their eye off the ball against Westmead a couple of weeks you know if you, you'd imagine they get, you know, that this, they'd want to get back on track again they're playing Wexford now who are fairly humble you know you, you'd imagine that, that actually could be quite a decent game if 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 Dara, Dara Egan got he's got he's got his first squad back out again for Wexford, you know, and and put up a decent performance, because you know the natives w- would would not be happy with what they saw in Wexford Park a few weeks ago. So I'd say he'd want to get that uh, there'll be the little crack in Wexford this weekend. Cork could probably want to want to get another win, you know, to secure a semi-final spot. Maybe you know the other side of it, you have got a good game on Saturday night between Tipperary and Watford. Kyle probably playing, you know, who we who we coached uh, the, the league final last year, and you know uh, Dublin Kilkenny again. You know, all rivals. I mean, Dublin haven't got the best of Kilkenny in a long time now. But again, under under Donahue, again trying to improve, and um, trying to trying to find a, a few new players as well, probably without a couple of main players still all the time in in in, in T.J. You know, um, you know. So it, it, it's been an interesting weekend of league action, lads. It's it, it's going to be a good weekend to watch to watch a few
0: games. And and Patsy, you know, a quick that those are on on the scene or. Uh, the minor championship is starting up still in Petsy. You know, it was a very good championship for Clare last year. Unfortunately beaten by an the penalty shootout by Tipperary and then in All Ireland semi final it'd be the eventual winners awfully. Uh, a good chance to see potential stairs on the making.
4: Yeah, they're getting they're getting the line out again, Leo, which is which is great. You know, I think that the round robin is is fantastic, like on that, like, you know. And um good I mean you 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 have to grab a couple of minors every year if you could you know and that's 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 where that's where we're at and that's where most counties are at and as i say if you if you don't you you feel there's a couple of years lost because it does take a couple of years for for for, for them for them for them guys to get up to speed obviously under 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 the under 20 mark as well you know again Clare were very competitive there in 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 all in all structures last year you know and very unlucky like you said Leo not to come out with with with, with, with some form of, some farm of title um it was unfortunate and penalty shootouts are, are, are for other sports I think in in in, in general. I, I don't think they should be definitely not decided on underage, under eighteen games, under seventeen games anyway, you know. So very, very harsh on the lads last year. But look at green shoots and I'm looking forward to seeing looking forward to seeing a couple of a couple of them games this year, definitely to see to see the up and coming youngsters
0: coming up. And Patsy finally before we leave the minor, Galway um now fully fledged, gone into the Linster Minor Championship. I suppose is a, a thing they should have been doing a long time ago and you know, it gives Galway a better chance as well of, of developing their young lads and it cuts out this kind of this round-robin of a, an All-Ireland minor quarter-final and it it, it it kind of fixes the imbalance that was there.
4: It does, and I, I 100% agree with it. I think Joe, Joe Canning was on it Sunday game there a couple of weeks ago, he was asked about it, and he said it was just fantastic for, for I think he's probably involved in the back team actually. Yeah, he's a so, Galway, but, yeah. Um, yeah, so look, they 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 will get real competitive matches in that minor championship in Leicester and they they, they will be uh, they will be much better for it. As he said, they played Claire last year. Claire had four or five games under the belt in Galway, only one, I think. You know, so that, that that imbalance, like you said, is gone. I think it's good for the game. Uh, as someone asked Joe in the studio how good is it for Affleigh or maybe, you know, a Leash or something like that now, you know, that's that's probably the other side of it as well. yeah. But look at it as I say, look at if Leash play Galway in, in a in a minor championship, I mean that's that's they lower the because Galway are notoriously fantastic at the, yeah. at, at, the, at the underage, especially in the minor in the minor championship. But again, Offaly Kenny obviously knock it around, you know, uh, Dublin have, have Screenshots from the from the underage over the over a few years as well. So look, it 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 promises to be two good uh, provincial campaigns, absolutely for sure.
0: Yeah, and no doubt. And uh, there's a precursor threat, obviously. We the, the Trinity's come up the the All Ireland Colleges final, St Kieran's and presentation of Matthew Ryan are back back in the final.
4: Yes, no 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 surprise that uh, the Kieran's are, are back again. Uh, it's 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 like like groundhog day when you when you're talking about uh, you know uh, college Holland and St Kieran's, you know so. Look it's it's, 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 it's it's the makers of a cracker, you know, it has the makers of a cracker. Um, again kikini I always seem to find and blood a few forwards out of, out of these colleges, and um, look at I'm sure Galway, uh, um, they have a probably I'm, I'm not sure the team line, but I'm sure nearly everyone is from the from from that Galway uh, stranglehold there of, the, of that of that of that area. Kilkenny would have a uh, maybe springing them a few more in there in, from Kieran's, but generally more 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 of them from Kilkenny, obviously you know. But look at look look at it, it has the makings of, of, of a great final.
0: And Patsy, plenty to look forward on the GA, and look. Thanks for taking the time to talk to us here once again as Cariff News Radio. And we look forward to much more of your input as the championship season heats up.
4: Looking forward to watching all well, watching all the games and, and looking forward to giving my 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 uh, my uh, my input to you all anytime you want. Like, thank you very much,
0: Patsy. Good to meet you, Good to have you, Patsy. All the best. And that concludes our sports on saw here today on Scarf Bake News Radio on 88.3 FM and ninety-two point seven FM and on the tune app in association with their credit Junior. My thanks, as always, to co-presenter, Pat McNamara. Thanks to our guests, Shane Walsh, Gerolda Veni and Patsy Fahey. And thanks to our man in the control tower, Jim Collins. Thanks very much to you, the listeners, for tuning in here. We hope you enjoyed the programme today. And if you want to leave a comment about what you've heard or what what we, 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 we might improve things, you can WhatsApp us here on 089 258 2647. That's 089 258 2647. And all that remains is me or dial until we meet again, is Benog Day August